And we are live. It's 10 o'clock on the East Coast, 7 o'clock on the West Coast, and in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, it's 1978. Hello, everybody. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. Uh, this is my first live broadcast. That is so cool. I'm live uh, from my snow-covered studio. And um, it's kind of just a place for me to sound off about whatever it is I want to talk about and whatever you want to talk about, because we invite you to take part in, uh, in the show. And you do that by calling me in Skype. You can uh, call 1-860-598-0987. That's a Connecticut number in the U.S. So if you are in the U.S. and you're in Connecticut, you can really call toll free. But um, anywhere around the world, it's just that you're going to pay toll charges if you call to Connecticut, USA. That, by the way, is my home state. Um, in addition, you can, uh, if you have Skype, just search for J space Sheldon. And if you see that little logo, that's the one you can call. You call that on Skype and I'll put you right on the air. You can talk about anything you want as long as it's legal uh, and not violent. You're not threatening anybody. Otherwise, I don't care what you want to talk about. Uh, feel free, take part. And um, the other way is to put the link in a browser. And even if you don't have Skype, you can still call and take part in the show. And uh, the link is there in the scroller. Oh, there it is right there coming across the screen now. It's this complicated thing, but I don't know if you can clip and paste it. I just can't share a live link because for some reason it doesn't let me do that. So yeah, there you go. All right. So you want to take part? You want to talk about something? You want to argue with me about something? You can do that too. Uh, just um, give a buzz to uh, Skype and we will put you right through. You'll ring in and then we'll uh, we'll put you on the show. Um, let's see about me. I'm a uh, expat American. I told you, I just, uh, uh, I came, just told you I came from Connecticut. I lived there my entire life. This is going to be the boring part about me. So just relax. Um, and, uh, moved to, uh, Key West, Florida for the last five years of my stay in the U S and then, uh, met a crazy Malaysian person fell hopelessly in love, moved to Malaysia, and um, been here ever since. That was 2002, so uh, 18 over years ago. I have lived here in this lovely country. It is not snowing here. It never snows here. I wish that it would. We are in the middle, of course, of the uh, COVID-19 epidemic dealing with it fairly well in Malaysia. We were dealing with it better, but now our cases are up and uh, we are still under a, uh, they call it an MCO here. And there's about 50 different letters that go in front of the MCO because they have different variations. And we've been, what have we been under that since like March, something like that, I think, March, April, somewhere. Um, I almost haven't left the house in all that time. No, I've actually left the house in all that time. I'm still working, working from home. Um, in fact, this is what working from home looks like. Uh, 
I um I go to meetings in uh, virtually now, and I've been doing that for a long time. But we're still making content. Uh, I work as a uh, broadcast voiceover consultant and a content creator for Studio Voxel, which is a uh, production visual effects house here in Malaysia. Worked on some major films and uh, local films too. Um, we have a couple of online shows. I'll just ruthlessly promote those now. One is uh, Urban Jungle Food. You can find our Facebook page here on just type in Urban Jungle Food. You'll see our shows there. They're rather cool. Uh, the other one is called Random Acts, which is uh, kind of the Malaysian version of Returning the Favor with Mike Rowe. And uh, that uh, that content is limited, but we're doing producing more of that now. So that will be uh, that'll be coming up. And uh, anyway, was who was? Oh yeah, I was talking about me, wasn't I? All right, um, talking about me. Moved to Malaysia, been here ever since. Work in the film broadcast voiceover industry, um, and have been uh, doing that for most of my life. In fact, all of my life, except for my time in uh, in Key West and Florida and the Florida Keys. The Florida Keys, by the way, if you know Florida, that foot that hangs off of the U.S. At the bottom of that, below Miami, there's a whole string of islands that go in a curve. The last one down is Key West, Florida. It's the furthest south you can be and still be in the United States. It's about 90 miles above Cuba. And uh, that's where I stayed and lived and worked in law enforcement. Yeah, I know. I, growing up, had wanted to be two things. I wanted to be a cop or I wanted to be a DJ. And I got to do both. So I got no complaints. I'm 153 years old. I feel 152. Um, and, uh, oh, I was going to put Miko on the show. If you follow me at all or you know me uh, from Facebook, you know that uh, I have a Shiba Inu. I've had her for, what about? 10 months now? No, eight months now. Got her when she was about two months old. Um, I think she's downstairs. Miko! Miko! Anyway, if she comes up, I'll put her on the show. Um, we'll, we'll see if we, can, uh, if we can get her on. I think W.C. Fields said, never work with small children and animals. But um, I'll work with animals. That's okay. Hey, there's 10 of you watching. That's very cool. Thank you for that. Hey, Osman. Nice to hear from you. One of our uh, fellow voiceover artists. In fact, he and I have uh, done a few things together. The, the most recent, I think, is the, uh, the game No Straight Roads, in which, Osman, I'm not sure what character you play. I play Cliff and uh, JJ. JJ, my favorite sound man in Malaysia. He's also hanging out tonight. Good to hear from you. Guys, you want to uh, join the... Uh, oh, DJ Zam is Osman. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, if you'd like to join the show, by the way, anything you want to talk about, feel free. You can get my opinion about stuff. Uh, I've got a few things I'm going to talk about, but um, you can bring up some subjects too. It's like an open forum radio talk show, except you get to stare at my lovely face while I talk about things. Um, I, I, my, the very first thing on my list tonight, and I, I just have to bring this up. 
by the way, forgive me, I'm still learning uh, OBS and StreamYard and all the other gizmos and gadgets. So if I hit the wrong button, I'm sorry, all right? So sue me. But anyway, um, we, we have this thing about masks. You have to wear a mask. There's all kinds of arguments, you know, the CDC and the, the World Health and all these other morons say the masks don't work. They say they do work. They say, wear your mask, don't you wear your mask. Uh, I personally hate wearing a mask. I do it because it's the law. And I pretty much like to follow the law. But, you know, there's an argument both ways. Anyway, get this. I am out at the mall tonight looking for dinner. And everybody's got a mask on, of course. I have my mask on. Um, and I see a guy wearing a mask and then he sneezes. What does he do when he sneezes? He takes the mask off to sneeze. What is the point? The mask, oh my God. Honest to God, I never saw anything so stupid in my whole life. He's going, and he rips off the mask, goes, Astrid! and puts the mask back on. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. No, it's, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not a clean solution. It's very much not a clean solution. Um, hey, Derek. Derek uh, checking in here. Hello, Derek. Derek Fong. Um, I believe you're probably from uh, calling, uh, looking in from Malaysia, not uh, Germany, although I'm sure you'd rather be in Germany. Um, we know the rest of that story. Mm. You may have the virus, but it doesn't give you the right to spread your germs around. <laughs> or at least sneeze, at least sneeze inside the mask. Yeah, no, I can see you take it off or you rub your nose through it or something, although you're not supposed to be touching your face, right? But um, that's all right. Anyway, when you go to sneeze, sheeple, leave your mask on or cough. You know, I found here, here's my mother taught me when you cough, you cover your mouth. Honest to God, we're going to talk later about people in Malaysia who eat with their mouth open, which drives me nuts. But one of the things I learned growing up is when you cough, <clears throat> you cover your mouth, you sneeze, you cover your face, even if there were no pandemic. People who cough, who don't cover their mouth, are just disgusting. I am so trained to cover my mouth when I cough that while I'm wearing my mask and I have to cough, I still do this. I'm wearing a mask and I still do this when I cough. Anyway, um, let's see, there we go. Now I'm trying to keep, I've got all these chats going on and I'm sorry, I can't get them all on the screen. I keep, <coughs> there, see what you did? See what you did? <laughs> Now you made me sneeze. Oh my God. Your dad doesn't cover his his face when he coughs? Artiella, you need to train this man. Seriously. Um, might as well keep the cough contained. Yeah, you really have to. I can't believe I just sneezed. 
Okay. Uh, we were going to talk about, about sheeple and um, obeying the rules and all that, but uh, I, I think we're going to pretty much avoid that uh, subject tonight. We might get into it a, a little bit later. Um, for, uh, you know, here's something that's amazing. I see people posting things. Right now, of course, we are days away from a presidential election in the U.S. for my U.S. viewers. Good luck with that. Um, uh, I will, I will, oh, wait, I have to get rid of something. There, get rid of that, there we go. Okay, um, so for my U.S. viewers, um, uh, you're in the middle of an election. I will tell you, now before you jump down my throat and make me sneeze again, I am a relatively strong Trump supporter. <gasps> what? Yeah, I know. I am not a fanboy. I do not like everything the man does, but I will tell you that in general, I support most of his policies and I think he's done an amazing job for the US, the US economy. Uh, of course, stifled by the pandemic, but there you go. But anyway, I, I, honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a Trump supporter. So you wanna argue those points, feel free. You can call me on Skype, jump in on the show and uh, take part if you like. Um, people here in Malaysia are kind of like some of the really dumb people I see in the US posting on their Facebook. Um, a, a large number of them only get their news from CNN, CNBC, or MSDNC. And that slanted left-wing media is all they have for information and don't really seek out the other side's point of view. So they wind up pretty much believing the crap. Um, my best advice is expand your horizons and don't get all your news from CNN. There's a lot of other sources out there. By the way, I'm just going to tell you, for, for a fairly uh, even-handed, he's a conservative, he's right-wing, he's a major Trump supporter, but uh, the Dan Bongino Show, search it out on rumble.com. He's on YouTube, but less and less because YouTube is just ridiculous with their censorship, which, by the way, I got censored the other day. We'll talk about that in a minute on Facebook. Um, but seriously, he's fair-handed. He calls a spade a spade. And uh, he will uh, he will call out the Republicans when they're wrong and call out the Democrats when they're wrong. Uh, he's got his information is backed up by facts. And honestly, I get the most even handed information and news from uh, Dan Bongino. Seriously, you should check him out. Does a great show um, like a prank TikTok of knocking people out with free masks to steal their phone when it's not real. Weird. Okay. Um, my elder cousin gets confusing news from Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's a great place to get confusing news from. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the confusing news from Facebook. I was, uh, when I was uh, sharing this page on Facebook for I'm not wearing pants, 
which I'm not, um, I was sending out the invites. Now, Facebook allows you to send as many invites as you want. It doesn't tell you don't send out too many or we'll block you. I've got like over 2,500 friends. So I was, I know I'm not supposed to send them all out at once or it really would look like spamming. So I was sending them out 50 or 100 at a time and then I'd take a break for an hour or two and then I'd send out another 50 or 100 invites. Um, I actually wound up with uh, maybe four or 500 invites going out. And all of a sudden, last Friday night, not yesterday, but a week ago, suddenly pops up a message from Facebook. Thank you very much. You have been blocked from sharing links until Monday at 9.23 p.m. What? So for the entire weekend, I couldn't share links. Nothing. I assume it's because I was sending out messages and links to invite people to like this page. By the way, thank you to everybody who did. <coughs> Excuse me again. Um, frustrating as hell. Then what I noticed, as of 9.23 p.m. Monday night, I could share links, but everything I've shared all this week up until tonight has, has to have been throttled by Facebook. Because normally, if I share a link, if I share anything, a photo, something with Miko, my dog, or just some opinion or a funny line or two, I get a lot of reaction, a lot of likes, some loves, some ha-has, some angers, and some comments. This week, I got nothing, nothing. Seriously, virtually nothing. Um, and I really think it's because Facebook throttled back my distribution onto people's timelines. Um, tonight, I'm actually surprised. We had up to, what, about eight people in the uh, thing. I've got about eight people watching now. Thank you. You're up to 10 or 12. Um, yeah, Facebook Facebook confuses me so much. You're right, Twisted 3Y. You are absolutely right. Um, so I, I shared a bunch of stuff this week. Very little, in some cases, no reaction, no likes, no nothing. And it's so different night and day. I mean, I don't always get a bunch of likes. I often get at least a few, and sometimes I get a lot. But this week to have a whole bunch of stuff I posted yet nothing tells me they are definitely throttling my feed out into people's timelines. So in fact, today, I'm not sure how many of you saw it, my second book, just got published on the Apple ebook store. And if you go to Jay Sheldon on Facebook, not I'm not wearing pants, uh, you will see a link there. You can go buy my, my new book, which is called, you ready? Actually, I don't think it would be that hard to get out of a pickle. Yes, it's a very long title. Um, it was uh, illustrated by Zyme, thank you very much. And it's a very cool book. It's a collection of all of my one or two liners that I have posted on Facebook. I used to do them every every day uh, for about three years. Every morning I would post a funny line. So I collected them all up and put them in a book. They're an ebook. They're available now at uh, Apple ebook store. I'm not in the top 10 list yet and I don't think I'm gonna get there, but you never know. Day one, still not in the top 10 Apple bookstore list. So buy my book, get me in the top 10. That would be nice. I actually want to publish the book because the reason that I did it 
it was really meant to it to be like a like a poop book you know what that is a toilet book it's something you sit on the toilet and if you're not on your phone scrolling you can just read a few pages have a few laughs wipe and leave the bathroom um however getting a book published in hard copy in this country is a freaking nightmare or it costs a fortune and i can't afford it so anybody knows a publisher out there who'd like to publish a really funny book that'll probably sell pretty well and i'll promote it here um if you want to buy a hard copy just put me in touch with the publisher facebook isn't very kind it can hide so much on the feed yeah i think you're right all right so anyway that's my drama with facebook and that's my good news that my book finally appeared on apple ebooks uh, store that was just today um oh i know what i wanted to talk about some really upsetting news this week from malaysia if i'm not mistaken it was i should have saved the link if i'm not mistaken it was penang but someone just got sentenced to death for selling pot. Remember in the opening of the show, I said it's 10 o'clock on the East Coast, 7 o'clock on the West Coast, and in Malaysia, it's 1978. Well, on the West Coast, they have marijuana stores, weed stores. Here, these morons are still sentencing people to death for selling what is legal and commercial, and they're making a fortune on tax money in many states in the U.S. I have no idea when this country is going to get its head out of its butt as far as things like that go. But sadly, yeah, you're exactly right. Orin Rune, the drug laws in Southeast Asia are still unbelievably strict. Malaysia, Indonesia, one of them. You're exactly right. Um, sadly, but uh, but true. And uh, the fact that we are still sentencing people to death at all, I am a big opponent of the death penalty, by the way, for anything. Lock them up for the rest of their lives. And yes, I'm willing to pay for that in my taxes. I don't care but I don't think it's anybody's right to take anybody's life for any reason. Always been my opinion my whole life and still is, and certainly not for drug offenses. Uh, the fact that we're still giving out death penalties for drug offenses and in particular for pot, sorry, it just makes no sense at all. Not advocating drug use. I'm a huge libertarian, but, um, it just when I saw that headline earlier this week, it just really pissed me off. And since we're talking about pot, what a great segue to go into something. I know this is such a mishmash. It's a rojock of topics, but this is perfect. I wanted to talk about brownies. I still I think I, do I still, no, I ate the last one, damn it. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I found the best chocolate brownie I have ever had in my life. 
I know all of my friends who are bakers. They put up their their bakery stuff on uh, on Facebook. Most of it looks really nice. There's a a company a person that makes cheesecakes. There's somebody who makes uh, Dave Chin, also an incredibly runs a, a wonderful restaurant. Does the the best Reuben sandwich I've had in Malaysia ever. Um, and a couple of people make make brownies. Now, brownies fits with pot because you know if you smoke pot then you well never mind you you'll know what I'm talking about if you know. Um, I found the most amazing brownies. They are totally chocolatey delicious. I'm going to tell you at the end where to get them, so stay tuned. They are the most amazing brownies ever. They've got little chocolate chips on top, little tiny ones. They're so moist. They're like there isn't a dry crumb. Every bit of it is chocolatey, gooey. Oh my God, amazing, incredible brownie. You know, it's so moist. It's almost like fudge. You know the difference between a brownie and fudge? Honestly, they're like fudge. So where do you get them? This is going to be weird. This brownie is about, about this big and about that thick. So it's a pretty good size. They used to cost, you ready? Two ringgit. Two ringgit for a brownie that's like this big and that thick. Huge bargain. By the way, for those of you who might be in the US, two ringgit is like five cents. No, it's not. What is it now? 4.1315. It's very, very cheap. It'd be 50 cents or less, I think. My math sucks. Two ringgit. They only just went up now to two ringgit 40 cent. Just in the last month. Okay? Unbelievable. And and where do you find them? I rarely have brownies because my eldest sibling cooking mix, of which I'm allergic. Oh, no, well, just don't put the walnuts in. Okay, where I, I'm, I'm holding you in suspense where to find them because when I tell you, you are not going to believe me. I discovered them completely by accident. I thought, I was in a store and I thought, oh, that looks good. I think I'll try it. It's prepackaged. I'm sure it's loaded with chemicals. I don't care. It has, it's only has to do with the taste. And I'm telling you, these are amazing. You must try. I wish I hadn't just eaten the, when I buy them, I buy like five at a time. They sit on my counter and I eat them over time because they're probably so full of chemicals, they last a long time in the package. Where do you get them? 7-Eleven. I'm not kidding. I know all kinds of these amazing bakeries with wonderful stuff and, and it's all delicious but i am telling you they're at 7-eleven check it out you might have to dig through the store but almost every 7-eleven store i've ever been in has them now this is in malaysia if you're watching me from somewhere else in the world can't help you i don't even remember the brand name but they are incredible they are every bit as amazing as i just described you have to check them out uh, they're at 7-eleven they're in a, a clear plastic package with a little white paper insert to keep them 
separated. Seriously, JJ says he's leaving his house now. You should go because 7-Eleven is no longer open 24 hours because of the lockdown. It's uh, 10:30 now here in uh, in KL, so you might wanna you might wanna go out because I think they close at 11. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm serious. You must try. You you try it, and then next time I'm live, you call me on Skype and you give me your review. You let me know because they are truly truly amazing. They really are. You got to check it out. Okay, uh, we did the brownie thing. What else are we doing? I have a whole list here. Uh, oh, I know. This is a funny one. This is a funny one. Um, do any of you have a mark on your body that's been there forever, like for most of your life? Somewhere on your body. I've got a couple. You see? Let me see. I don't know if I can focus. You see that right there? Two dots. That's from opening a jar lid. I'm not kidding. I tried so hard to open a jar lid once, and this was probably 10 years ago, that it crunched my skin. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about my Helen Burroughs mark. My Helen Burroughs mark. Yes, vanilla, that's a great idea. Hold on, we gotta go back. JJ says we're gonna pair it up with vanilla ice cream. A real ice cream. That's another thing, that's funny, that's on my list. Okay, let's stop talking about the mark for a minute. Let's get back to the brownie. A brownie with vanilla ice cream. This brownie from 7-Eleven with, with vanilla ice cream would be fantastic. But here's the deal. Real ice cream. I have this argument with my other half all the time. Most of the crap that you buy here and in the States too, isn't ice cream. I mean, real ice cream made from cream and all the good ingredients, the dairy products. If you see on the label, frozen treat, iced dessert, uh, frozen confection, if it does not say ice cream, it ain't ice cream. It's chemicals and God knows what else they put in there. It might taste a bit like ice cream, but it's not ice cream. Is that true? I don't know. I've worked with walls before. I like their products, but it's entirely possible it may not be true ice cream. To be ice cream and to label it ice cream, it has to have certain ingredients. Otherwise, that's why you'll see it's called dairy confection, frozen dessert, frozen confection, frozen ice treat. If it says ice cream, it's ice cream. The real ice cream I take is Thrifties. I've never heard of Thrifties. Is that a brand here? Not sure. Anyway, um, yes, so real ice cream. If I'm not mistaken, because it tastes a lot like it, I went to A&W this past week or last weekend, and I had a root beer float and, of course, a hot dog with chili because I'm an American. What am I going to do? Uh, every now and then I like something besides chocolate or 
nasi goreng or nasi lemak. Um, so I was having my typical American meal of a, a hot dog, chili dog, and a root beer float. And I noticed that the root beer A&W uses in their floats tastes very much like real ice cream. I have a feeling it is. Don't know specifically, but I have a feeling. And you can actually, you put a dish of real ice cream and a frozen confection next to each other and you taste them. I promise you, you will absolutely taste the difference. Promise, promise. Okay. Uh, only seem to find it in Rite Aid. That must be the Thrifty's ice cream. Ah, it's a US brand. Okay, okay, cool. Either that or Seafood City, you say. All right, cool. Um, all right, I, I have to get back. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, oh my goodness. We have 13 people watching this show. Why are you watching this show? We're talking about anything and everything tonight. By the way, you wanna join me, feel free. If you want, it's a free call in Connecticut or anywhere in the US, 1-860-598-0987. That'll call call me on Skype. We'll put you on the show. And uh, you can also, uh, if you have Skype, uh, just when you search for people, search J space Sheldon. If you see that logo, that's me. Just call me up. We'll put you right through. And uh, also there's a link just going by. Oop, there it goes. And that's for people who don't have Skype. You want to type that into your browser. You can also call me and, and we'll put you on the show. You can talk about anything we've talked about, your favorite brownie recipe, or whether or not you support President Trump, or uh, what else did we talk about? Oh, I know, we wanna get back to body marks. Okay, I don't, I don't know if the camera can pick this up. Let's see, ah, there you go, yep, you see that? You see that mark right there? That little black dot? I call that my Helen Burroughs mark. Helen Burroughs. Uh, was a friend of mine on Facebook, but I just only recently noticed that she unfriended me. I don't know why. Probably for my political views. It's okay, Helen. I love you. Um, I was in sixth grade. No, fifth grade. Fifth grade. How old are you when you're in... Oh, by the way, it's the American school system. The total British system you guys use here confuses the hell out of me. Secondary school, primary school, tertiary, whatever. Don't try and explain it. I don't want to know. I'd rather stay handsome and dumb. So I'm in fifth grade, which I think would make me about, let's see, you're in kindergarten when you're in five. So six, seven, eight, nine, maybe 10, 10, 11 years old. And Helen was that person in everyone's class, we all had one, that everybody picked on. There were a few, but Helen was, Helen Burroughs was one of the people that everyone picked on. You all had a, a, a bully, uh, an, the athlete guy, the music guy, that was kind of me, uh, the joker, that was me. Uh, and then the, the person that got ruthlessly picked on, Helen was one of those people, sadly, because she was, she was really a wonderful girl. And I assume grew up to be an amazing woman. I know she's viciously dedicated to her dogs. So anyway, at that time in school, we all had individual desks with an attached chair. And Helen sat behind me. 
So the idea that I had was to turn around fast and go boo and scare her. And then the whole class would laugh and it would be funny. So I'm sitting with my back to Helen and suddenly, and I whip around like this and go boo. And as I bring my hand down, I don't have a pencil here. Helen is sitting at her desk like this. And in this hand, she's holding a pencil sticking up like this. And as I bring my hand down on the, her desk, it goes right on top of the pencil. And I lift up my hand and the pencil is stuck in my wrist. So I'm like, Wah! seriously, the joke was on me. So I, I mean, I don't know, this is like the seventies. Chances are, uh, chances are it was a lead pencil. I don't know whether we, we still use lead pencils back then or not. Might've been graphite. Anyway, the pencil stuck in my wrist right there. Okay. Right. Where is it? There. There. That's my Helen Burroughs mark. Yes, you're right, Giza. It hurt like hell. And um, to this day, I'm 62 years old. Seriously, I'm 62. My 60, holy crap. Anyway, what's 11 from 62? That was 40 something 50 years ago. It was over 50 years ago. To this day, that pencil mark. Now, the, the, the pencil point isn't still in there. I've checked a million times. But that mark has never, ever, ever gone away. That's my Helen Burroughs mark. Thank you, Helen. And by the way, I don't know that this is true, but I was told that Helen Burroughs was the granddaughter, would she have been old enough for that, or great-granddaughter, of Edgar Rice Burroughs. Do we know who Edgar Rice Burroughs is? No, because nobody reads anymore. Edgar Rice Burroughs, among other things, was, I believe, the guy who wrote Tarzan. Um, I, I don't know that that's true or not, but I was told that. So does anybody know? Could be. All right, so that's my Helen Burroughs Mark story. Enough of that. <clears throat> okay. Um, Wow, we've got a bunch of people uh, still hanging in there. Cool. Where is Miko? I want Miko on the show. Miko! Come here, baby. Miko's not joining the show, apparently. Oh, wait. I hear the pitter-patter of little feet on the stairs. I think she might be coming up. Hold on. If I can get her on, I'll get her on, and then I gotta go. I gotta wrap this show up. We've been doing uh, 40 minutes now. Miko, come here, babe. Miko. Miko, where are you? There you are. Okay, come here. Hang on, I'll get her. Hang on, it's Miko's premiere. Oh, yeah. 
There you go. Let's move the mic. Let's move the mic so people can see you. No, no, don't eat that. Don't eat that. Oh, no. Oh, look at that adorable dog. <laughs> Somebody's here. <laughs> Who's oh, yeah, it's me. Uh, I'm Kiza. This is hey, um, my, I'm using my account for Skype long ago. All right. What, what? You're on the show. I know. Excellent. I hope people can hear you. I believe I've got it set up so that you're you're patched right through. Oh. All right. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm there. But, right, uh, cool. Your dog is cute. What, what breed of dog is she? Uh, that's a Shiba. Can you still hear me? It's a Shiba Inu. Yeah. And uh, she is about 10 months old, almost 11. Um, <laughs> she's interested in everything else but the camera. Um, <laughs> ooh, are you okay? Yes, you good girl. I know you're not terribly comfortable right now, right? There we go. You okay? All right. Want to say hi to everybody before we go? Hmm? No? Now you're going to be shy. Now you're going to be shy. When I take her for walks, everybody thinks we have a fox. Oh, right. look, you're so shy. No oh, worries. Shy. Everyone gets camera shy, even animals. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> All right, Miko. It's time. No, no, no licking. No licking. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, it's time to go. All right, behave. And she sheds like crazy. Oh yeah, I, I I've seen a lot of dogs shed over the time in my years. Oh yeah. All right. Hey, it's I'm so glad that this works. I was hoping at least somebody would give me a buzz tonight so that uh, I can test my system. And I'm glad that you did. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from uh, South California, actually. I'm one of the Serious? U.S. Uh, viewers. That's great from Southern Cal. Yep. Excellent. It's currently Excellent. cold up here. It, it's pretty nice because um, last month we were just drowning in a heat wave. So it's nice that we we're getting colder weather. My person's really complaining. It's my youngest sibling. I, I, I understand heat wave. I live in 124 7, 365. Ooh. Malaysia is uh, very close to the equator and it does not ever get cool here. Understandable. Uh, the only time we get cool is when we go in the mountains uh, playing the slot machines at Genting Highlands. So that's, uh, that's mm. about it. Anyway, fantastic. I'm, I'm really glad that you called and uh, be a part of the show. Appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. All right. Thanks, Rondell. All right. See you. Right. See you, Jay. See ya. Rondell from Southern Cal. Fantastic. Very cool. <laughs> All right. So you see, we are worldwide. I told you. All right. Um, I'm going to wrap this up, folks. Thanks so much. Uh, we had a blast. I did not talk about everything I wanted to talk about, but that's kind of what we're going to do. We'll jump on. We'll chit chat about some subjects and then uh, you want to be a part of it. Feel free. All the Skype information is there. Um, and uh, we'll we'll get back on and and do this again sometime soon. Um, but uh, don't forget. Oh yes, yes. I meant to. Uh, I meant to let you all know that we actually have some. Uh, we'll have to get to our sponsors next week. Can we? Can we get the sponsors on before? I think so. 
let's see if we can actually uh, mm, where did my list go wow talk about being unprepared all right i really have to do this because they spend a lot of money to be here so we want to uh we want to make sure that uh, we we get them on our uh, our show in part is sponsored by the good folks at Dewey Cheatham and how have you had a paper cut the chances are that paper was simply way too sharp and you might be entitled to compensation now we can't rip out the hearts of those who hurt you we can't hand you their severed heads but we can do the next best thing we can sue the pants off of them getting you a fair settlement from stingy insurance companies is a lot like making sausage. You just don't want to see how it's done. Once you've been to hell and back, there's not much left to fear. When the boogeyman goes to sleep at night, he checks under his bed for us. The wonderful law firm of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe sponsoring our show. If you've ever wondered who Waldo was hiding from, that would be us. Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, because hiring the right lawyer should not be based on advertisements or basketball skills. Our thanks to uh, our sponsors of the show tonight. Okay, we will see you again next time. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us. Thank you for being part of the broadcast. And um, again, like I said, we uh, will do it again sometime soon. I don't know when, pretty much probably when I feel like it. Uh, until then, have yourselves a... Uh, a lovely night, and we will see you when we see you. Uh, just got to make sure I'm clicking all the right ones here. Am I? I think so. Cool. Yes, I am. All right. Good night. <laughs>